0: Hello and welcome to Batflips and Nerds, the baseball podcast with a British twist. I'm Darius Austin and uh, today we've actually got the whole gang together. So uh, we'll lead off with uh, everybody's favourite softball 60 captain, Ben Carter. Ben, how's it going?
1: It's going good, yeah. Um, I'm a bit ill actually today, which um, is apropos of nothing, but I feel like I have a duty to tell you anyway. Um, I thought it might give like a sultry twang to my voice, but I think it just makes me sound like... A pre-pubescent teenager with a lisp so we see how that goes you're sort of hoping podcast.
0: for like a raspy deep
1: quality or something yeah exactly i think that's what happens to decent singers isn't it they get a nice deep not sultry yeah but um i just sound like squidward so not quite the same <laughs>
2: <laughs> not barry white the walrus of love
1: and that voice you just heard of
0: course was john mcgee uh, Jake kodorizzi's number one <laughs> fan How's it going, John?
2: I'm Odorizzi, Uh It's pronounced <laughs> Darius. I tried to. <laughs> you, before but... we started recording the call, I'm, I'm good.
0: <laughs> and finally, our very own SpongeBob SquarePants. It's Tom Pringle. Tom, how are you? I, I hit a home running softball 60, you know. All
1: right, start it again.
0: So, so whoever had less than a minute, uh, you <laughs> won on your sweepstakes. <laughs> Uh, we're going to start there today. Uh, Softball sixty, I think, is probably familiar to a lot of the listeners. But um, for those of people who, who don't really know what the hell we're talking about, uh, I'll hand it over to Ben, who is our team captain. If you can just explain a little about the competition, Ben, and and what exactly the hell is going on, allowing Tom to hit home runs.
1: Yeah, so um, MLB, the powers that be, are running a competition this year, uh, and the. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Londoners to get involved and play softball as an accessible touch point to the wider sport of baseball, a way to get stuck in. Um, So it obviously made total sense that they chose us to be one of the teams to to take part in it. Um, And I think there's 30 teams each representing a Major League Baseball franchise, playing at four venues across London, North, West, South and East. Uh, We are playing in the West League, uh, representing the Kansas City Royals, and we've got a sort of ragtag bunch of contributors, uh, baseball writers, podcasters, fans, uh, taking part uh, in our team. We've played two games so far, you probably saw um, all the stuff that's been going out onto Twitter and Instagram and the like. Um, last week when we uh, lost valiantly um, and Tom uh, hit that home run that he won't stop banging on about. Uh, and then we played yesterday, or the team we were playing against actually didn't show up. Uh, so we got the first win by forfeit, uh, and actually friendly game instead uh, and lost that one so in one sense we're yet to win a game uh, but in the other sense we're 500 and looking good for the playoffs
0: yeah that, that's the more important sense clearly yes <laughs> and and the playoffs uh that they, they actually take place right before the london series is that right
1: that's right yeah so the final day is sort of this big wrap party on the thursday evening before the london series uh at a location that i don't think has been disclosed yet but i would imagine will be fairly central people to get to um so i think all teams get invited anyway so we'll get like a pity invite even if we lose the rest of our games (laughs) but obviously um it'd be nice to go there and actually play and and win i'm not hopeful having seen the, the quality on display the last couple of weeks i blame myself for that mostly um but it's great to get people along get stuck in we've got people making some mammoth journeys obviously tom coming in from oxford it's not an easy journey we've got a couple hannah going all the way across london to get to Novarice doing like a two-hour journey in and out to come and play for us some weeks um, it's really easy for me 10 minute train from work so you can guess why we chose that location um, but uh, yeah full credit to everyone who uh who's got stuck in so far and I'm hoping you three will make it along to a few of the games to come
0: I'm I'm hoping that I will definitely win furthest journey if I manage to come down um, <laughs> but so I'll be really disappointed if somebody's like been heading down from Glasgow or something just for a like Tuesday night softball game
2: yeah I feel bad when i when I saw Rob Nevera uh whose name you've just mispronounced the fact he was making a four hour round journey uh, to play for you yesterday uh when I saw he was coming that far, I felt quite bad that I hadn't bothered um so I think I'm going to play on Tuesday Well, I'll be present whether I'll, whether uh, I'll
0: actually make any God contribution sake. I say surely that's up to the captain whether you're in the uh, starting lineup. Oh,
2: uh, Look, I can pass for a girl. It's not like I've got any facial hair or anything.
0: <laughs> That's true. So I can tell that Tom is just dying to to tell everybody about this. So uh, I am going to have to ask you, Tom, about this alleged home run that you hit. Can you can you take us through the steps? What kind of a pitch was it? Were you were you ready for it? Were you trying to hit a home run, or did it just happen?
3: I I think I I took the first pitch and then. Ben talked. oh, no, that was a different one, wasn't it, Ben? That's why my bloop single that we chatted on camera. But I think I took the first pitch and the second pitch, I just I, I swung the hell out of it. I just went for it. Um, I initially thought it was going to get caught. Then I initially thought it was going to go over the fence completely, which was classed an out. But then it crashed against the fence, which classes a home run. So, unfortunately, I didn't flip my bat, which I'm pretty disappointed about. But I did trot around the bases quite happily um, and take plenty of high fives on the way around. I mean, the whole the whole park stopped. Everyone sort of turned and applauded. Um, like in ice hockey, there were hats getting thrown into the into the, the arena itself. What's <laughs> it's ice hockey. There were passers by stopping their cars um, they were getting out of their cars just to just to watch what was happening. Um, it was quite a big moment, to be honest with you.
0: It sounds like it. I'm, I'm sure that's a completely accurate recreation. I've, I've, I've actually been curious. is there been anybody there who's like just totally useless at trying to hit, not hit over the fence? Has somebody been coming up there and just launching it out every at bat and then getting out as a result?
3: Yeah, Ben smashed one straight over the fence to begin with, which was <laughs> a, a decent hit, to be honest with you. I think Russell did one as well. He, he like completely destroyed one over the fence. Um, How's
2: oh, Russell in the field? He, he, he's got very much the build of a DH. Uh, um, so maybe he, he can a service.
3: I think he played first base in the, the, the first inning, and then he was catcher after that. Um, I started no. calling him the cat because he was, was so trying
1: of the, the game, he was pitching in our second inning in game one, and there was like a sharp comebacker that he sort of backhanded, and in one motion, did like a jump throw to first base. Um, he's, he's a, a quicker cat than you give him credit for, John, in the field um and he's a unit as you might expect at the plate he almost hit someone's window last night um i don't know why they're playing it right next to someone's house but he very nearly broke their window um so i'd say russell is in the the early running for mvp of the team at the moment um although he is getting increasingly upset at the lack of knowledge of the rules of everyone else playing Uh, (laughs) so i don't know if his sanity will survive the full tournament or not
3: I'll tell you what, that's the one thing I've really enjoyed, the fact that Russell just properly kicks off at people for not knowing the rules, like people trying to steal bases, people just, you know, the ball goes high in the air and they just start running and he's getting so furious that you need to tag up, he's getting properly angry with people. And these are people that have never played the game before, haven't even watched a game of baseball and have no idea what's going on, but Russell's still berating them. It's quite good to watch.
0: To be fair as well, if you even if you know baseball, the rules of softball are, are quite different in a lot of respects probably get you into more trouble by thinking you know the rules
3: yeah that's very true um but all, all jokes aside though like the, the the event's really good the setup's great they've got music playing there's um there's, there's beer and water and and coke and sprite available and stuff there's all these great things that they've done for it it's actually a really really good event i think um it'd be nice if it
0: kept going all year to be honest and presumably the umpires know the rules yeah, well, that's, that's the umpires. frustrating
1: thing <laughs> is that the, the people running the event don't seem to know the rules much better than we do. Um, so, the one guy who we have calling our games keeps calling balls, as in balls outside the strike zone, foul balls, <clears throat> which is really annoying Russell because obviously a foul ball is not <laughs> the same as a ball. Um, it's, it's
0: annoying me just hearing about it. I can't imagine being there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it, it is tricky when the people running the show aren't quite sure the rules themselves. But, like Tom said, it's, it's really done for a laugh to go along, have a beer, the sunshine i don't know baseball can get a sort of gentle introduction to it so um it seems like most people aren't that fussed about being particularly anal about what the exact rules are and more just uh, having a good having a good time
0: well you won't get any of that if i come down but i'm glad that everybody's having a good time <laughs> i'll be there with russell yelling at everybody
2: <laughs> robo whoops robo
0: whoops <laughs> i'm gonna wear my robot umpire t-shirt which yes i do own
1: <laughs> I think Our reputation in the league as the Fun Police will be only enhanced by you two showing up next week. <laughs> can we can we change our team name to the Fun Police? <laughs> it might not be too late. The Fun Police Royals You've got a real ring to it. That
2: <laughs> the FN Robo Wumps.
1: I'd love
0: it. <laughs> OK, so uh, speaking of uh, events in the the London series, uh, I think we're going to move on to talk about that. And I know that Tom has been extensively perusing the material uh, for the event that's going on to at London Yards. So and I know you've got a few thoughts about this, Tom. Uh, for people who haven't seen it, can you take them through a bit of what's likely to be going on at this event and, and where exactly it is happening?
3: So essentially, London Yards is going to be a fan event um for people not just for people who aren't going to the game people who are going to the game can go there as well it's happening in uh truman brewery which um, is in shoreditch which i'm told by reading the faq is the millennial hub of london so clearly all millennials go there so ben you must know it so well um it's ticketed but these tickets are free and you have to book a time slot so there's a certain time you can go say 11 o'clock but you've got to be within half an hour of that time slot if it's after that You, according to the website, have to join the queue for general admission and you might not get in. Um, You can stay all day, but you have to leave between three and four on Saturday um, so they can tidy up the the arena, it says, so they can get ready for the the showing of the game. Um, But on Sunday, you don't need to leave so you can get an early ticket and just stay there all day. If you do want to watch the game there on Saturday, you need a ticket from 4 p.m. onwards. Um, So pick a time slot later or try and get two different time slots. I don't know how that works, really. Um, if you leave, you can't re-enter, uh, which is a key point that comes onto the next one. Um, are you you're just not allowed. Reading any... out
2: FAQs,
3: pretty much. Is that literally yeah,
2: literally. What are doing?
3: Because <laughs> I don't think anyone actually knows what the event is. Well,
2: do you want? To, do you want to? Do you want to speculate as to what's going to happen there, apart from people being in a queue?
3: <laughs> well, I haven't <laughs> actually finished what I was talking about.
2: <laughs> that Bruce, I... I in 1977, no one died. <laughs> in 1978, no one died. In 1979,
3: no one died. In 1991, there was the incident with the person in the queue. <laughs> d- I'm done. done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right, so you can't, you can't re-enter the event once you leave and there's no food or drink allowed so they've kind of got you locked in there if you want to have water or food so you've kind of got to stay all day which is a bit of a shame really but yeah it's in shoreditch which clearly is quite far away from the london stadium i don't know if you're familiar with the area um i had a quick look earlier and it's like an overland train ride to get back up to the stadium so if you're going to the games then probably go there quite early um, I
1: don't think it's too bad a journey, is it? It's about half an hour from one to the other.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. about
2: half an hour. Which in London is not bad at all. Yeah, that's as, true. As 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 you've as you've already alluded, it is it is it is the millennial hub. Look, I I I don't I don't want to fit into a stereotype here, but I quite like the venue that they're doing it in. Shop Horror. Um, <laughs> man with Beard likes area where you can get nice tasting beer and there are
3: record shops. I'm going to have a great time. <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, it does sound good. Like all the events they're putting on in there it sounds good. They've got the old VR batting cage as well. They're doing the home run derby. They've got loads of food from inspired by New York and Boston, it says. Um, so it should be quite interesting. Uh, There'll be a load of merch there as well. But it essentially runs from the Friday all the way through the Sunday as well. So if you can't get to the games, at least you can go down there and and watch the games live in this arena as well.
2: I would be gobsmacked if they're not doing stuff at the park as well. Like, it feels to me like there's got to be something going on in the
3: park. Yeah, outside the stadium, it has to be, surely, because it's such a big area. They were doing it for the Olympics as well. Exactly
2: right. Think about the the Wembley uh, NFL. Like, they have the, the Trafalgar Square thing where, you yeah. you know, there's merch stalls and there's Neil Reynolds on a stage and all that. Then they also have, like, a fan park at Wembley as well. So I would be surprised if there's not, you know, enough enough to keep you amused. And obviously the other thing they're doing is they're doing the, the play ball tournament, aren't they, which is the European Development Tournament is going to be taking place in the Olympic Park next to... Um, Next to the stadium itself on the uh on the Bobby Moore Memorial Sports Ground, I think it's called. They're gonna build a temporary diamond on on there. So that's gonna be going on as well. So there's I know what you mean about it being a little bit far
0: away, but it'll it'll be good. I think the other think thing is it. um that it's pretty close to Liverpool Street, I think. Um yeah. about half a mile away. So that's gonna be for people who are coming into London, certainly to that station. I think it's going to be a much easier location to to get to than the stadium itself and also i think you can go from stratford to liverpool street pretty easily on the overground so i think maybe that's one of the reasons why they've done it as well as it just being generally a more central location
1: yeah i think people who have been their time around the olympic park and, and itself but this gives them then the option of attracting more punters on foot in a different area who just see an mlb logo outside Truman brewery and think oh, i'll wander and see what's going on there Whereas if you had all this situated in the Queen Elizabeth Park, you're not going to get many people wandering through thinking, wondering what's going on there. So I guess it makes sense for them to split up where their different events are going on. Um, And like John said, putting it in the hipster central and Shoreditch, you're going to get a few people who are of that sort of young target demographic who just think, let's go in grab a beer and and watch the game and see what happens. And you maybe get more of those sort of casual fans than you would, you know, the traditional fan fest around the stadium, even though I'm sure they'll have something like that as well
3: yeah so they're gonna like like said, so there's gonna be live music playing so it's gonna be blasting out all around the area like I say it's good it's gonna start dragging people in yeah it should be a good event i just thought it was a bit far away but i don't particularly know london so I'm, i'll base it off your experience then
2: we're gonna have a lovely time when we go there um I'm, I'm just
3: looking i'm just looking forward to four nights with you john <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i'll be in shoreditch you can go to stratford uh <laughs>
1: You we need to actually to go in there.
3: You can't just wander around record shops.
1: I can do what you guys got a location for your lab pad yet? Yeah, uh, it's, it's, yeah. we can't tell you. It's, it's undisclosed, either. I believe. Undisclosed, oh, I see.
2: Gosh. Undisclosed location with with good transport access to both London Yard <laughs> and Stratford.
3: Clearly, <laughs> John booked it, so I didn't have a clue.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's in not it's in North London, so nowhere near Ravenscourt Park. Uh, so we won't be heading down there.
1: <laughs> Didn't warn you anyway. <laughs> Tom would probably no. complain about the queue. <laughs> there's no queue <laughs> to watch you balance. <laughs> you don't know that.
2: What about and all the people throwing their hats
3: Yeah, exactly, John. You were—you're not even there. You've never even been. How do you know?
2: I'm just speculating.
3: Good. Well, why don't you get your ass down there and actually get involved? I told you I'm coming on Tuesday. Maybe. I don't want you to come. Come next week, the week after. Just don't bother. Fine.
1: I think light blue will 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 match your ginger hair quite nicely. Actually, I think you'll look very good in that Royals kit.
2: Light blue is good. Light blue is a good colour for me. I've very. got have got a light blue pen here, which for an audio medium uh, is, <laughs> is not great. But for the, those the guys can all see me, so they will be able to attest to the fact that this light blue pen goes very well with my ginger beard.
0: No, it definitely at complements your colouring. Yep. There you go, speaking of fashion choices, will you be wearing the legendary buffaloes shirt to the uh, the series john uh yep <laughs>
3: <laughs> i've got I've got my wade milky t shirt ready as well
2: i've got i am sure i must have mentioned. i'm sure i mentioned this on on a previous podcast that i i have bought some excellent jerseys specifically to be worn around the uh, around the environs of the London stadium and and London Yard so if you see anyone wearing either a, a Ubaldo Jimenez Cleveland uh, Indians jersey or a Red Sox jersey there'll be a lot of them going on but there won't be
0: many with Bond 58 on
2: be... <laughs> <laughs> lovely yeah, I'm, I'm...
0: I'm quite looking forward to this. I, I might I might take my uh, Bryce Harper uh, Nationals jersey that I bought recently, see how much abuse I get from uh, disgruntled Nats fans now that he's no longer with the team.
3: Oh, speak, speaking of Harper, John, why don't you get a Papa Machia head of Bryce Harper and just choke it the whole way round?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just choke good. me, I suppose. But
2: Yeah, that, that, let's do it. Let's do that. Let's do me choking you with
3: your <laughs> Harper shirt on. Are we doing this in the lab pad, away from everyone? Because this sounds disgusting now.
2: Darius, no. We can't. I've decided we can't do this because Darius is a murderer. Uh, and if I <laughs> try to choke him, it's not going to end well for me. <laughs>
0: <sighs> this is going to be gold content, I can tell already. This
3: is terrible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, I think we can suffice on that, that we're all excited about London, about the London
0: series. We are all excited. We've got some plans. One of my plans is uh, actually to find a fan of every team. Um, which, I'm not really sure how we're going to do that yet, but I think it will be entertaining. And we have at least found some Red fans these days. I know there are a few of them out there.
3: What are you going to do? Just take a photo of them all? I'm trying... I
2: was thinking about this the other day. I think that now the Reds the reds are having a moment in the sun. Like, they've got Puig and they've got big Dexy Dietrich Uh I think actually finding like a Pirates fan might be harder.
3: Well, we already know a couple of Pirates fans, though, don't we, from the meetups.
0: Yeah, there's been Pirates fans at the meetup, yeah.
3: Who In might fact, be. I, I work is- with a Pirates fan. You'll probably meet him next week. Yeah, I, I don't mean him, I mean a real one. Oh, sorry. Okay, this guy's from Pittsburgh, but okay? that's fine. You
0: want a real John, one? John doesn't want any of those inauthentic people from yeah. Pittsburgh, Tom. He
3: wants one from Peterborough. The you know, Peterborough <laughs> Pirates. <laughs> You'd be great. Why, why why
2: are you a Pirates fan? Because Peterborough and Pittsburgh. If you if you had your eyes half closed, <laughs> <laughs> like Ben's actually wearing a t shirt that that says Pittsburgh, and when he first came on, I thought it said Peterborough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that Peterborough denim, I believe.
2: <laughs> yeah. actually so, so that's a t-shirt from I don't know H&M or something do you reckon in like H&M in I don't know uh, Columbia they've got one that says like Peterborough no
1: <laughs> Peter Brooks, so,
2: Mansfield
0: <laughs>
3: <Sly>.
2: <laughs> uh.
0: can we can we just talk for a moment about how much swag Derek Dietrich has got like I, I don't know if he always had this much swag and we didn't notice because he rarely hit home runs but it's unbelievable. Like I, I've never seen anybody so self-confident in all my life.
3: I'm loving it at the minute. I, every single time I wake up, I'm looking for a Dietrich home run video just to watch it. He's so it's so good. This is this is what
0: you should do if you hit another home run, Tom. Yeah, you should Dietrich it.
3: I just need to do the Jordan shrug that he did in the latest one where he just trotted around the bases. It was awesome.
2: You don't have the build for it, I'm afraid. Like <laughs> if you basically built like an apps, like basically a linebacker. And you, you're wearing like basically, but I love how everyone else is out there and they've got the Under Armour on and they've got the the compression layers. Dietrich's basically got gone back to the '70s, only with like the build of a man from 2019 instead of like Pete Rose. You've got you know, the, the open open shirt right down to the chest, the, the biggest gold chain you've ever seen. The man's an absolute legend. More of
1: him. Something about him really upsets me. I couldn't work out what it was. Because usually I love players who have that much confidence and love to have fun on the pitch. And uh, I think it, what it ultimately boils down to is is his name being Derek. I don't think someone <laughs> called Derek should be cool. Um, unless their surname Zoolander. It's just sort of a matter of fact. That, well, that hold there on, hold
3: on. Derek, Derek, Derek Jeter was so cool.
1: Remember that. Oh, Derek Jeter, that guy. Not anymore, though. He That's was true. never cool. He
2: looked like a potato when he gave gift baskets away.
3: <laughs> yeah, but who did you give gift baskets away to, John?
0: I'm just googling cool Derek's, but not a <laughs> lot like coming up.
3: Have you actually typed in cool Derek"?
0: I
1: think,
2: I think, I think the fact he's called Derek makes it even better. Because of course yeah. Derek should work into accounts. And the other thing is if you squint your eyes, it looks like he's called Derek Derek. <laughs> <laughs> And do you
3: think he's from Peterborough, Pittsburgh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you're squinting or not.
1: <laughs> Derek, Derek from I, Peterborough. I, this
0: is this is probably not, not going to help Ben's impression of coolness at all, but Derek Dietrich was born in Cleveland. Oh he's, he's with- the coolest man I know then clearly.
1: What's wrong with <laughs> Cleveland? Cool
0: place? I just think it's like, you know, fairly generic, right? of the mill. It like
2: seems like the American version it's like, of flat. It's like if we were from Derby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if there are any Americans here listening, about to disabuse us of our uh, notions of Cleveland, please let us know. If you've been to Derby, of course. Randy Newman wrote a couple of good songs
2: about Cleveland. No one's ever written a good song about Derby. So there you know...
0: <laughs> Isn't the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland? Yeah, it is. I don't know why it's in Cleveland. I should. I do but... there any names Derek. Derek? I have found a uh, Dr. Derek Cool, who is a vascular and interventional <laughs> radiologist.
1: See, that's a real Derek.
0: Do you think it, not... his parents thought that Cool is too cool a, a surname? And we're going to have to call him Derek. <laughs> Dr.
2: Derek Cool. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't could be called like Washington, Washington,
3: <laughs> Washington.
0: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, hereby issue a blanket apology to all Derek's listening. Yeah, sorry,
3: Derek. Does anyone know a Derek? Uh,
0: I don't think I do. And I now also apologise to anybody I know called Derek, who I've (laughs) thought about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we're kind of talking about real baseball now, um, I think we should bring up the Minnesota Twins. So Ben is desperate to tell us all about so uh, ben why did you want to talk so much about the twins who i think have hit 900 home runs so far
1: yeah i think the interesting thing about the twins this year is that they're um good which i don't think anyone expected um i said
2: the twins were going to be good just 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 can we go back did. to our uh, no well, you can have
1: your moment john all right no one <laughs> else thought the twins are going to be good uh and it's a rubbish division as we sort of talked about before which helps them out um but this is a lineup that you look at and you're probably not blown away and it's a pitching rotation that I think John will talk about but you look at the names and you're probably not blown away and they're sat here with the best record in baseball uh, packing out target field every day and looking an awful lot like a really fun exciting baseball team that could actually be pretty competitive late into the season and postseason so um I'm sure John will tell us all about how he saw this coming and he's a genius and Jake Odorizzi is the greatest pitcher on earth but <laughs> personally it's come as something of a surprise to be honest,
2: it surprised me. I just thought that they were. I everyone was giving the the Indians a shoe in in that in that division, despite the fact they had that wretched winter. They were saying, "Well, there's no one else. The the rest of the division is so bad." And I just thought, actually, that the Twins had made some quite clever signings in in Cruz and and C, C. J Craig uh, from the West Wing uh, and. I, and actually, you know, some of the stuff that they did a couple of years ago in picking up Jake Oderitzi and Michael Pineda uh, through TJ was was quite clever team building, looking in the longer term with that really strong young core. I didn't think they'd be this good this soon. And it's clear that they're way above their projections. I mean, they're, they're, how are they by Pythag? They look like they're basically at their Pythagorean record, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Sorry, someone who knows about stats can look that up for me, Darius. I'm on it.
0: <laughs> some of that, some of the performers are just absolutely. Yeah, they, they are exactly on their Pythag 37 so and 17. Exactly,
2: they, they are they are supposed to be 37 and 17. They're 20 games over 500. It's absolute. It's absolutely unbelievable. How how are they this good? There are some players playing out of their minds, like Jorge Polanco. Now. Your average fan has never even heard of Jorge Polanco. I have, because obviously I know loads about baseball. (laughs) Since you weren't involved in this conversation, what do you think Jorge Polanco's OPS Plus is? 167. Yeah, it's one hundred and sixty, so you're not far Ooh. out. He he is. It's not even the end
3: of May, and he has accrued three point four war. <laughs> so I, I I've not watched a single twins game this year, so like it's been a complete shock to me. Just suddenly looking at the standings and going, oh shit, they're really good actually. So um,
2: if I was to say to you, Tom Jason Castro, what would you say?
3: Sounds like he might be a film star or something. But he must be playing baseball.
2: He is a baseball player. I thought you were going to say, good at framing. So go on, say that. <laughs> good,
3: good at framing. Can I, I tell you Tom Tom way too much credit.
2: Can I tell you, Tom, he's got an OPS of 141. OPS of 141.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the Giants have an OPS of 141. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
2: who's in the Giants' outfield? <laughs> Does, does whoever, whoever
0: far had walked past on the way in the ballpark, way to the ballpark thing.
2: <laughs> They'd still be better than Mike Yastrzemski. i Kevin, Kevin Pilar is
0: out there. Yeah.
3: Kevin Pilar is out there. Yeah. Is yeah. Matt Williamson still playing for the Giants?
0: <laughs> no, he got DFA'd for the second time this season.
2: <laughs> to make to make room for Mike Yastrzemski. Yes. Who um, <laughs> who was in Double A for the Orioles last year? And we all know how good the Orioles are. And he's 28. <laughs> like They literally may as well put the popcorn vendor out there. I know that there was once a player called Jastrzemski who was good. It was not this one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want to point out, I was trying to find a player who has a similar career batting line to what the Twins currently have, which is 273, 342, 515. Uh, and apparently that's almost identical to Nelson Cruz's career batting line. <laughs> <amazingly> <laughs> enough. And Nelson Cruz is really, really good at hitting. It's kind of insane. Yeah.
2: And their defense has obviously been good as well, which you would expect with, you know, good defenders like Jorge Polanco and Byron. I mean, Jorge Polanco could actually be MVP. It's ridiculous. Like, it... And and their pitch, I mean, we haven't even started on their pitching. What's Jake Odorizzi's era plus tom
3: um i'm gonna say 110
2: yeah keep going
3: 120
0: yeah significantly higher than that i, I wanted to keep this to less than an hour tom
2: <laughs> it's two hundred and six, Tom. Obviously, which wow. is exactly what you'd expect for a man who, last time he was pitching with any regularity, was the number three starter for the Tampa Bay Rays when the Tampa Bay Rays were bad. Yeah, they're performing out of their minds, and they've um, got it's, it's it's the power in those amazing uniforms.
3: Well, okay, yeah. So the uniform, is, is that the uniforms they're they're wearing that- with the gold? Oh, they are superb. One of those with a Kepler on the back would be awesome twins send it to us four of them yeah max
0: kepler speaking of our european connection has also been really good
3: yeah was he player of the week this week (laughs) month or so yeah
0: yeah i think so he had a slow start but he's he's heated up as well now yeah he's he's well well above average
3: so big question then as always with these starts from teams is it sustainable
0: no but (laughs) they're
2: they're still going to be really good like, even if they perform at five, like a for 500 baseball team for the rest of the season, they'll win that division, and that's all they need to do.
0: Yeah,
3: but what what's going to happen in the playoffs then? Where are they going to go?
0: Yeah, are just... they winning the world series, John? No,
3: absolutely not. 100%. The Astros
0: in the world series because they're the best team in baseball. The uh, the twins' playoff odds are now up to uh, 95 percent, uh, baseball directors. Wow. And their uh, World Series winning percentage is at seven percent right now, which is pretty good. I mean, they could they could win it. for like, the record, the Astros are
3: twenty
2: two point six to win the World Series.
3: Twenty two point six to win the World Series. Yeah. me. I'm, I'm guessing that.
0: <laughs> they are. They are the, the Astros and the Dodgers are miles ahead of everyone else. The Dodgers are twenty point five. They're basically you know the favorites in their respective leagues. So. They're also comfortably the favourites to win the World Series. What about the Scranton-Wilkes-Barry Yankees? <laughs> Not much
2: better than the Twins, actually. 7.4. Well, I mean, yeah. How the hell do they keep winning? It's infuriating. They're crushing Who the,
3: the Padres. the all, all, all they've done at the moment in <laughs> this Padres game is hit home runs, and that's it.
0: Are they still hitting home runs?
3: Yeah, they're. I think it's five in this game now. <laughs>
0: I saw the start of the game was DJ LeMayhew hit a home run And then Luke Voigt hit a home run So I thought it probably wasn't going to go well
3: Yeah, I think uh, Paddock had done three pitches And he'd given up two home runs It was almost that effectively wild How many home runs consecutively can, have hit, can a <laughs> pitcher give up Before you replace him It was that moment happening
0: right. Yeah, especially if it's your ace, right? That, that's, then it's even a more interesting question Yeah He's not their ace, Clayton Richard is what Do you think of? Clayton Richard is still on the Padres?
3: Yes, let's, let's just explore let's,
0: let's this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it feels like allowed. he should always be on the Padres, but he's I don't
2: watch West Coast Baseball. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Who is <Yeah>. Mike Trout? <laughs>
0: yeah, Mike Trout's just some schmuck who's slightly behind Jorge Polanco in war. <laughs> yeah, he looks even
2: more like a potato than Derek Jeter. <laughs>
0: Well, I hope that satisfied your need to talk about the Twins Ben
1: yeah that was perfect I wonder if Jorge Polanco has undergone some kind of Bruce Bannon the Hulk switch and now he's actually George Polanco who's really really (laughs) good at baseball and at some point he'll turn back into Jorge Polanco who's actually not very good at baseball
0: well uh, this is probably an opportune time to mention that Jorge Polanco missed the first half of last season for a uh, PED suspension so
3: what what are you saying Darius? (laughs)
0: <laughs> ben, ben made the Hulk reference
1: <laughs> Unwittingly I didn't realise
0: that The Hulk was bitten by an
2: insect Are you trying to say that Jorge Polanco Was bitten by an insect that is,
3: What's that is what I'm Was saying. the Hulk was bitten was by excused?
2: an insect I don't know I don't read comics
3: I, mean, I think that was Spider-Man
2: <laughs> Although, <yeah. laughs>
3: Clues in the name
2: <laughs> Batman was bitten by a bat wasn't he <laughs> Sorry, sorry, fans of the DC and MCUs.
0: Yeah, also, I don't think spiders are insects either, so we're not getting any of this right, oh, really. May john's anyway, tonight. that's what he's doing. we did. Get, we did get a couple of questions this evening. Uh, firstly, from uh the aforementioned superstar and uh, rules enforcer of the softball league, Russell <laughs> Eason. Uh, Russell asks about the Braves and the Nationals who both have negative fangraphs from their relievers this season so which of the two do you see as the favourite to land Craig Kimbrell and how quickly after the draft do you expect it to happen or Russell has given you permission to name someone else, so Tom will Craig Kimbrell end up on the Braves or the Nationals at some point next week after the draft
3: Uh, I think the Braves because they're more in it, the Nationals just are so out of it, I think me picking them as the World Series winners um, (laughs) is their downfall So after that, it's just never going to work. That's your fault, Darius. You completely convinced me in the projections pod.
0: I I think I just said they were going to win the NL East, which is also clearly incorrect, but I never (laughs) said anything about the World Series.
3: No, but I was convinced. You you made such a convincing argument. I was like, yeah, I'm going to pick them. Definitely. They're going to do well. So, yeah, sorry, Nationals fans. But, yeah, I think it's going to the Braves just because they're closer to being... At the top of the division and stand their chance, so it makes
0: more sense for them to go there. And no, no move from the Red Sox,
3: no, no chance. I think it's just gonna be too much cash,
2: yeah. Because apparently, already being over the luxury tax and having no extra penalty for signing anybody else is, is just where we want to be. <laughs> Just madness. Meanwhile, Colton Brew has been uh, called back up to the the main roster. And aren't we all delighted to see him? Um, I agree with Tom. I think he's going to go to the Braves. But can I just say, for the um (laughs) the umpteenth time, this is an absolute fucking joke. Why is he not on a club? Why was he not on a club three months ago? He's, of, he's probably the second best reliever of all time. And I don't care how old he is, how much he wants paid, pay him. He's going to make your club better this year, next year, the year after that. And the fact he wasn't very good in the playoffs doesn't mean shit. I'm so angry about that. I just I still, like, I genuinely think like I've not watched as much baseball this year. And I think some of it is because of that.
0: Anyway, let's move on.
1: <laughs> well, Scott Boris, he's coming for your job.
0: I was going to say, I think Kimball was wasting his time with Scott. He should have John as his representation. Yeah, I would have taken Cart Stewart to the NBB as well, lads. i <laughs> taken him to Taiwan. Okay, so yes, moving on. Uh, Brent Bentley asks, after the big uh, off-season build-ups, who has been more disappointing, Machado or Harper? And do you think the long off-season circus and late training have stopped them having a hot, hot start, and we'll put others off in the future. So, uh, Ben, do you have a take on who has disappointed you more out of Machado and Harper?
1: Um, I, mean, I get they both got off to slow starts, but I'm not overly concerned about either of them. I think um, Harper, especially, is is known quite well now as being quite a streaky player, and all it's going to take from him is one hot month where he pops 15 home runs, and his line is going to look quite familiar again. Um, and Machado, his line isn't that bad. I mean, it's probably not superstar as you might expect him to be, but um, I think they're both going to be fine. Obviously, it's a long time for those contracts to turn sour, but I don't expect the next few years to be particularly painful for either team. Um, it's an interesting point the second one he makes, um, but I thought it would be the opposite way around. I mean, for Harper and Machado, the waiting paid off. They got their money, um, and it's the teams who maybe be a bit more put off about signing guys late who are now getting a production that potentially has been impacted by their long free agencies. Um, but we sort of discussed this at length in the off-season, this kind of impasse that players and teams are at now, players want big salaries, teams that want to give them out, there doesn't seem to be a pretty easy solution to this uh, I don't think the two of them getting off to slow starts is going to help that, but I think it's a bit harsh to blame them for waiting for their best offer and then signing uh, for the reason they're having bad starts
0: Tom, I guess you've watched plenty of Manny so far already have, have you been disappointed at all or has he been what you expected?
3: Uh, not really, he had a bit of a slow start um, but defensively he's been brilliant, especially at third. It's made a huge difference to the team. Bearing in mind last year, it was Christian Villanueva and um, uh, what's his name? Anyway, doesn't matter. But yeah, the <laughs> last... Richard, uh, Clayton, yeah, Clayton Richards has been there as well, definitely. <laughs> um, Ty France. Uh, no, Ty France wasn't there last season at third base. Um, it was Ryan Schimpf. That's what I was thinking of. Um, old Schimpf cocktail. But in the last in the last 30 days, Manny's been absolutely fine. I had a quick look on Fangrass before because I saw the question I thought, well, I think he's been doing alright, actually, recently. And he's hitting, what, 290, 365, 490 and 124 WRC+. Not amazing numbers, but he's certainly getting better. Um, but defensively, he's made all the difference, so I- I've got no worries whatsoever.
0: Yeah, they've both been worth about a win and a half, which is, you know, pretty good. Perhaps not what you wanted if you're paying them £30 million a year, but that's uh, kind of on pace for a four to five win season, which is a very good baseball player. And you're
3: not paying him for the first two months, are you? Like you say, it's a, he's a big old contract. You're expecting it for the life of the contract. So no, no worries.
0: OK, we're not concerned about Manny or Bryce. Yeah, and yeah, as, as Ben says, I'm sure Harper's going to have one of those months where he just hits everything out of the park. Right, I think that, that gets through all of our questions and our business. so does does anyone have anything else they want to plug or talk about before we wrap it up? Well,
2: there was a question there was a question from Blake Finney that, that you may have missed because I think it it just came into our feed. Um, I'll just I'll just pull it up because I think this is quite a good question. I think it's got an obvious answer which is the one that Blake's already given mm-hmm. but um, just give me a sec whilst I find this because um, I quite like to there we go. Um, who is the opposite of Bill Buckner? Who is the most mediocre player who had a World Series or postseason moment of glory that indelibly marked his otherwise mundane or bad career? That's a really great question. It's a hard
3: question, particularly I when have, you I, have, the cold. I have no answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't want to say that uh, Jack well, Morris was bad um, because because he didn't, but he certainly has had his elevate. Uh, reputation elevated, I think, by some uh, legendary postseason moments.
1: What about David Freeze?
2: Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good. That's a good answer. David Freeze. I was going to say, obviously, Red Sox bias here. Shane Victorino, uh, he hit a grand slam in Game Six of the 2013 World Series uh, and had a good career, but otherwise relatively mundane. I don't think we're going to give a better answer than Blake's or Aaron, Aaron Boone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry i can't wait to get you answer. in there
2: uh, in five weeks time but blake is correct
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean steve pierce just won world series mvp so
2: yeah and jackie bradley won uh, alcs mvp for three <laughs> <minutes>. <laughs> and i'm the most biased jackie bradley fan there is but he literally did nothing else in that series and David Price was the actual World Series MVP. Poor David Price. He must They're have been like... strange.
3: They are quite strange awards, though, because we always talk about small sample sizes. I mean, a series, literally a series of games, and they start handing out MVPs and stuff. It seems a bit much, doesn't it?
0: I mean, I suppose it's not weirder than Man of the Match, is it? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be
1: interesting to, see if you, interesting to see if you still hold that opinion, Tom, when you want votes for MVP of our London MVP <laughs> Swap 60 series.
3: Well, I know, I know on the last one, it was, um, it was basically, uh, it was a sham, the MVP on the last game. Absolute sham. Um, a few <laughs> people had a bit of a discussion. They didn't open it up to the audience, especially those that were still stood there with their autograph pads waiting for me. Um, you need to open it up to everyone. It needs to be a fan vote, not this team vote. It doesn't work.
1: Didn't win it, did you, Tom? No. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Who did win it? Was it you? It
1: well, was, actually, game one. Um, who I think got hits in every at bat and was much better than the rest of us, put us to shame in a way.
0: Yeah, she was. She was really yeah. good. So that sounds like a much better reason than you hitting one home run, Tom.
3: One home run, um, a, an error, and uh, a pop, no, a uh, bloop single, um, and a ground out, and a people pop. Are, to the people couch are
1: already right. calling Tom a clubhouse cancer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, I think, I think it's worse than that. I think it can't be cured. It's clubhouse AIDS. That's how bad it is.
1: <laughs> no hustle. Lack of respect for teammates. <sighs> well,
3: I, I, I did say, though, that like, I was trying to berate the other team and start you know, giving them some shit, but they, they weren't getting involved, so I just started berating our own team instead. <laughs> no one complained.
0: Aaron Boone, uh, thirteen and a half 13 and a career war, for the record. <laughs> so, pretty, pretty good pick. I'm sure there are loads of people screaming from players from their own teams now who had one legendary moment amidst the sea of mediocrity. So tweet us, let us know who your picks are for player who had their career most elevated by a single world series moment. Uh, I think I, I still think Steve Pearce yeah. is a good one from <laughs> last year.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Steve Pearce is a good shot. Yeah. David Freeze is 16.4. Let's just have a look, quick look at Shane Victorino. I bet Steve Pearce. I think
0: Victorino has got decent war. 31.6 yeah, uh, yeah.
2: yeah Steve Pierce great, yeah. yeah I mean he's a good he's a good player but he was the first one that sprung into my mind Pierce is the right answer though isn't it 9.9 <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> It's PS, isn't it? Uh, but that's including his minus 0. 0.4 this year because he has a negative WRC plus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> actually, I don't think he does now, but he did have negative 40 until about three weeks ago. Uh wow. he's he's hit the ball about four times since then, which probably has taken him above zero. It's Pablo Sandoval bad. Um
1: yeah. Pierce to the Giants confirmed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You just never know who's going to be on the Giants roster next. That's the fun roller coaster. There, you get to like baseball reference people. Zayedi <laughs> is the most fantasy baseball style manager. <laughs> I've, I mean, I know he's the. I don't know if he, he's not even GM. Is he? He's got another one of these titles. But uh, yeah, he's just the turnover. It must be exhausting working for him because, like, you know, he sees a guy for like four games, and then it, somebody out. El- he's out. Someone else is in. <laughs> just <laughs> constant turnover right well uh, on that depressing giants note we lost to the marlins last night it's a very sad time um i think i think we'll wrap it up there so uh let's uh let everybody know where you can find all the quality content that we put out uh john had asked you for your twitter handle but i know you're not actually going to give it to people so uh should people be looking for anything for anything from you
2: yeah, we've got a couple of uh, a couple of interview pods, which I know everyone's a big fan of. From the uh, the numbers, please listen to the p- podcast that I did with Sam Kennedy, the president and CEO of the Boston Red Sox, because I'm beginning to get paranoid. Because <laughs> no one has, like, uh, there's a couple of other interview podcasts forthcoming, uh, which which should get uh, should be pretty exciting. A couple of uh, uh, players who have uh, considerable major league experience so they they should be
0: exciting people to hear from excellent and uh, ben are you up to anything at the moment apart from leading our softball team to victory
1: i'm not no i was saying i have to write something again like i do say at the end of every episode um but yeah make sure you're following us for all the softball shenanigans hopefully uh, all four of us we're hoping to get along for a game or will come along too so it should be a fun time and uh, if Tom prints another home run, he is dropped permanently. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tom, where can people find all of your quality home run content, which I assume would just be retweeting videos of you hitting home runs now.
3: Uh, nobody caught the home run video, which is a bit of a shame because people keep calling it a lie. I'm not happy about <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> um, Ter- we're, we're all really disappointed about that.
3: You can you can find me um, on Twitter at Pedroia's face, but I don't know how long that Twitter handle is going to last. Um, we haven't yeah, even spoken about the really fact that Dustin like Pedroia you okay? has potentially just played, you know, he's never going to play baseball again, which is sad times, really, because he did have a very good career with the Red Sox. So it is quite sad. But and at John, the same John time, is, is, is it less sad
0: him. than him sitting on the bench watching Michael Chavis out him?
3: Uh, it's always going to happen, though, isn't it? You know, the old move on, the new come in. It's, it's just sad when it does happen. That's the problem. Um, but, yeah, you can, you can find me there just tweeting sadly about Badroya or talking about St. Louis Blues, who are great at the moment. But, seriously, um, do go and listen to John's pods. Um, and even if you don't listen, can you just send him a message just saying, great pod, John. really enjoyed that. Stop stops me getting WhatsApps at 10 o'clock at night and just, you know, there's just tears rolling down his screen. Please, just tweet him. Just, just say, great pod, John. That's all you need to say.
0: First, code you retires, then nobody listens to his pod. It's been a tr- <laughs> tough time.
3: <laughs> Follow us on Instagram.
0: Maybe, ben. maybe it's just that like eighty percent of our listeners are Yankees fans, John, and they don't want to listen to a Red Sox president.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, I should just be glad that, that he didn't laugh me out of town. Uh, rather, yeah, instead he he wanted to talk, to spend half an hour of his of his own time talking to a moron. Um, more for him
0: well yes everybody should listen <laughs> should listen to John's podcast with Sam it's very good and how many other podcasts do you have with presidents and CEOs of baseball clubs not not many I've not heard one before so go and listen to it it's good And uh, obviously, keep following us at Babboops underscore nerds on Twitter. There'll be loads more coming up in the next month because we are basically just uh, 30 days away now from the London series, which is pretty exciting. So looking forward to seeing uh, lots of you there. We'll all be down there enjoying the games and doing lots of content. So really looking forward to it. And we will speak to you next time. Bye.